This is Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Do you feel alone? Do you feel like no matter what you do, whether you're in a relationship, not in relationship, your career is growing well, you have a community, you don't have a community, you live in a certain city, you don't live in a certain city, that no matter what is going on, there's a common theme, which is loneliness. Well, today's podcast, we're going to break on down why a majority of human beings feel alone on this planet. So welcome to Dr. Aaron podcast. We come together to know the truth, live on spiritual principle and align with the universal law. We truly know and believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world and together we're awakening the world. So let's do this thing. I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity, trained, developing world renowned spiritual leaders, teaching everything from subconscious reprogramming, the famous E4 trauma method and helping people birth their truth. We develop spiritual coaches, uh, spiritual practitioners, and yes, ministers, teachers, and doctors of divinity. So let's break this on down. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. We do have a lot of series on this podcast. You can go back and you can break on down money breakthrough. There's things on E4 trauma method. You can find the entire truth triangle, all kinds of series on this podcast. I've chosen to do a solo podcast for quite some time now, and it's been an incredible journey. Shortly, I am going to begin to do coaching and interviews and all kinds of new dynamics. I've really enjoyed doing a solo podcast because after doing good morning, La Land and interviewing 3,600 people, I wanted to just come on and bring my heart here. And it's time that we're going to be going past the solo podcast. And so I want to hear more about what you want to hear about who you want me to interview and what coaching you want me to break on down. So let's do this today though. The topic and title of today's podcast is you are not alone. So stats show that Majority of human beings feel alone. Three out of five consider themselves to feel lonely majority of the time throughout their lives in America and across the board. I think this is a common collective consciousness. So we're going to break this on down today in that I want to talk about how being alone is part of the spiritual awakening process, how to use loneliness to launch you beyond your DNA and how to thrive alone, even during the holidays, no matter when you're listening to this, there's holidays across all the year. And it's important to know that loneliness is one of the greatest gifts because it is a call for a deeper, deeper relationship with thyself. So I want to talk about this because as you guys know, I just moved and I am over in West Palm Beach, Florida. And it, it feels like I've moved to a completely different country from Los Angeles. It is a very big move for me. And I found myself um, having moments like I'd say 2% of the day where I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> like I've left, you know, the thousands of relationships that I have, the uh, grounding in California where I was born and raised. And it's been an interesting thing. And then 98% of the time I have been in total bliss and really loving this move. It's only been a week. So I want to talk to you a little bit about loneliness because loneliness was an ongoing theme of my life for many, many years. I would find myself being lonely, even at a party. I'd find myself being lonely when I was in a relationship or even when I was married, I found myself feeling lonely. 
And it is an epidemic. And in fact, now Harvard studies show that since the pandemic, that 51% of even say, I, I believe it's young mothers feel extremely lonely. So there's different levels and gradients of feeling lonely, right? You can feel lonely on occasion, you can feel lonely, whatever, and then you can feel alone and, and really have it be a major issue in your life. So no matter where you are on the spectrum, whether you kind of deal with it here and there, or whether it's an ongoing theme of your life, or whether it is becoming an issue and, and really having you spiral down, today's podcast is going to break on down what is loneliness and what's really going on from a soul perspective and what we can do about it. Okay. So again, being lonely, I remember in high school, I remember it was a Friday night and I didn't have plans. And I remember thinking my life has ended. I have no social life. Something's wrong with me. And I felt completely alone because I hadn't figured out how to be my own best friend and how to be with my own essence. Right. We also have loneliness. Uh, you know, I was out with some friends last night and we we're talking about the holidays and they're like, are you going to see your family for the holidays? I said, well, my family's a little bit different. I would say maybe once every three years, we spend the holidays together once every three years, maybe I may even be completely alone for the holidays. And one out of three years, maybe I might be, you know, with friends for the holidays. So it kind of varies a lot over the course of my life. So I want to break on down what to do during the holidays, whether it's July 4th, whether it's Christmas, where it's New Year's, what do you do if you're alone? Right. And then also want to break down um, how to go past your DNA, how to thrive past your DNA, because part of it is is being alone is actually part of the process. And we recognize this even from uh, some of the great, the great, great Henry David Thoreau, who actually went into the, the woods for two years, two months and two days, and how the awakening that happened and the transcendence that happened out of that. So let's break this on down. So here I am, I'm in a new city, a new state, and which feels like a completely different country. And so I've spent a bit of time alone this week. I've been at the beach early about sunrise. I get up and I go down to the ocean and it's very dynamic here. The weather is incredibly gorgeous. There's wind and there's rain and then there's sun and there's clouds and there's actually rainbows. There's incredible. It's so mystical here. And I've had a lot of time to reflect on the feeling of loneliness. What is that? What's really going on? And in New Thought Wisdom and in New Thought Global and, and Society, we teach oneness. That's our primary principle, right? So it's the unification of thyself with all of life. And anytime we're feeling lonely, it's because we are not in that essence, that true essence of who we are, the divinity. The truth is that you're not alone. It's impossible to be alone. Yes, it can be physically, you can look to the world and we call that the sin. If you place the energy out into the world, then you will feel alone. You can feel alone even if you're in a crowded room of people. The truth is when we tap into that source within, then we are in that oneness. We are, we're with all relationship because all of life is a relationship, whether it be our relationship to to our family that may not even be physically with us, whether it be a relationship with our higher self, with all the people, with the sand that's beneath our feet, that we're, we're constantly in a relationship with all of life. And so that's the truth. So how is being alone part of the spiritual process? Well, I want to refer to a, 
a really great documentary I watched years ago. It, it was called Deep Water. And it was a, a documentary about a true story. In 1968, they had, um, there was like a, uh, a race. And what happened was pretty much wealthy men came together and decided they were going to sail across around the world in a yacht, right? So each man, these wealthy men were basically going to get media, if you will, to see who could actually complete the race and who could do it the fastest. And it's a true story about one of the gentlemen that entered the race was somebody who was not an avid sailor. He did not really know how to do it. And he really did it more from what the documentary shows is kind of out of his ego. He wanted to prove that he could sail around the world. He also wanted to win the, the pot, which was a lot of money. And um, it was a lot of ego going into it. And there was they began to showcase these different men that were going in this race around the world. And it was profound because what happened was obviously back then they didn't have all the documentation like they do today, but they had letters and things that the men wrote out at sea. And the gist of it is that when you're alone, you're faced, you're faced with your demons, you're faced with, with everything good and bad within you. And what happened is the men began to get stripped away of their identity, the stripped away of their material you know, identity and their friends and their family and their status. And all they were left with was themselves, themselves with nature, themselves to face their own insecurities, their fears, their darkest of darkest within themselves. And what was profound about it was one, the gentleman, Donald Crowhurst, I believe was his name. Um, I believe that he either, I mean, you could say he died at sea. You could also say he committed suicide because it really is a choice of, you know, to go out there and subconsciously know that you're not prepared for something. Right. And I believe that he, um, I believe that he transitioned at sea and what happened for the other men was profound because there was one gentleman, and I'm not sure if this is 100% correct. It's been some years since I watched this, but the gentleman that actually won the race, he won the race. He had made it the fastest. And he, he actually, what he did was he actually gave away the pot, the winning, the winning amount to the second guy, because I think that he, something like he was struggling financially or something like that. And, or he gave it away to the family. So I think he did. He gave it away to the family that suffered from the gentleman that, that had transitioned at sea. And the gentleman that won didn't come back. He actually, I got chills right now. He actually chose to keep sailing around the world again. And I think that for me, the reason why was because he realized none of this matters. We're up to a lot of stuff in this world that really doesn't matter. The status, this class, these material things. And it's one of the hardest lessons to learn. And it's a common thing that I'm, I'm having come through in the community right now. What's the meaning? What's the meaning of this? And isn't that the point of why we feel lonely? Because it, we're, why are we doing this, right? Why are we here? Who really cares about us? What do we really care about? That's really the feeling of loneliness, the feeling of, of not knowing what we're here to do. There's no mission. There's, and even the mission is kind of like, why do we even have this mission, right? It begins to, we begin to be like a boat that goes out to sea that no longer has 
um, a, a grounding thing. We're no longer attached. We don't see land in front of us. We don't see land behind us. We're just floating out there and it can be very disturbing. It can be extremely disturbing, but what happens is something happens profound in the spiritual realm. We no longer are of this world. We're no longer of these, of these material belongings. We're no longer care about our status. We no longer care about how many followers we have. We no longer care about any of that. What matters is the true essence of life. This thing that is no longer identified of this body. We're no longer identified of any of these things. We're free. And it is a paradox, right? The moment you realize you're free, you're actually not attached to anything. And that's the beauty and the blessing of going past this concept of being alone. And so my heart goes out right now for anybody listening to this that's feeling lonely. Trust me, I know it very well. And I also want you to know that this is a divine masterclass that you're in and that feeling lonely is one of the greatest blessings you can ever have because it demands you to fall in love with thyself. It demands you to look at the beauty right in front of you. It demands you to know that you don't, you're not tied to anything. Even our, even if you're in, you know, a, a deep relationship at some point in time in this lifetime, when someone transitions, you have to say goodbye. We, we are born alone and we're die alone. And yet we're never alone. We're one with everything, right? So I just wanted to just talk about a few more things, right? So last night I was at this beautiful um, dinner with seven people. And what's interesting about the area that I've come to that spirit has called me here, right? And it was interesting because being in Los Angeles and being around so many people, I mean, I interviewed 3,600 people over the last, you know, years and good morning, La La Land. I had just tons of influencers all around me. And a lot of my friends moved to Austin. Um, they moved around all over the place, some to Florida as well, all over. And I, I did, I want, I don't want to say I felt lonely in Los Angeles because I don't feel lonely, but I found myself isolating more and more because my friends were either not in town anymore, or people began to get really used to being in their homes and alone. So I found myself spending a lot more time alone. I used to spend a lot of time years ago alone before I moved to Los Angeles, which was one of the reasons why I had a huge spiritual awakening because of my loneliness. I'm so grateful for it. But the conversation last night was interesting because people were asking me, you know, why did you choose here? And, and, you know, what brought you here and all this stuff. And it was interesting because one thing that happened in Los Angeles is being around a lot of influencers, I began to watch people. And what I noticed was people would make friends with people primarily, let's face the fact, because they had more followers in them. I witnessed this over and over again. Uh, a lot of uh, groups I was in, I would watch people just go out of their way to make friends with people, particularly that had really big followings. And sure, I'm sure that, you know, we all, you know, have a lot in common and we're spiritual entrepreneurs or influencers and things. And so of course you're going to want to hang out with people that have common interests and things like that. And I can get that. But what I also found is that they only 
had friends that had more followers. If, in fact, if you had less followers than you, they, then then they would not, um, you know, even look at you. And if you had more followers than them, then they would make sure to go out of their way to be, you know, friendly and not, and it was really kind of fascinating. And I don't want to say, uh, you know, it was negative because it just was what it was. But for me, I really enjoy, and one of my core values is loneliness. It's that, that new adventure of being alone and, and allowing divine to spark whatever is new. And, you know, in lifetimes, there's different lifetimes you have there's, and there's different chapters in your life. I've had chapters when I've had so many people and so much social, uh, you know, socialization and community around me. Obviously I'm around a lot of people because I have a big community online, but it's different in person. I'm a very, I'm, I'm very, um, one-on-one. I prefer to be one-on-one with friends and family than being in groups. I don't care for reunions. I go to family reunions and I don't feel as fed in my soul as I do when I just go meet, you know, say I'm just with my father or just with um, my sister or just whatever. I enjoy one-on-one time. And you'll know that from my friends, I'll spend a lot of one-on-one time with friends. I don't, I don't care for parties. I don't care for gatherings. It's just the way I am. And so the point is last night, I'm sitting here with these people and they're asking me why I came here and why I came here was because spirit called spirit called for me to be alone again. Spirit called for me to find that and be with mother nature more. And that's why I'm going every single morning um, to the beach. So the point is, is here is how to use loneliness to launch you beyond your DNA. And here I was at a table with um, a couple of gentlemen were from India and um, they had Hindu upbringings. And one of the things about the culture that I found in the East in particular is there's a lot of a lot of DNA ties, right? You have a lot of positioning around where you are in your family and it's beautiful. A lot of bonding, a lot of close uh, familial ties, ties, which are beautiful. And I also find that like my family is very different. We're very independent and everyone has their own lives. And, and sometimes we get together for holidays and lots of times we don't, and there's freedom in that as well. And so the point is, is that how you can use your loneliness to go beyond your DNA is that it's imperative to know that in order to have a spiritual awakening and go beyond your lineage, you need to spend time without your family. You need to spend time without all of that to just be with your true spirit, to be with yourself. And this is, I think what, um, uh, Henry David Thoreau taught us when he went to into the woods for two years, two months and two days, there was an awakening and there was something that was said in, in our lineage and spirituality to recognize the beauty of the breakdown of being alone. You know, there's another movie it's called into the wild and it's a gentleman that goes, a young gentleman goes into the wild and it is the spiritual awakening, but there's also this kind of insanity that happens that goes because we go beyond what we've known and we have to die to be reborn truly and truly. And so just like Henry David Thoreau, just like Emerson, just like into the wild, just like into the deep water, this documentary, there is something that happens in that loneliness. And so my invitation for you is to embrace the loneliness, to embrace that part of yourself that's going to go beyond the DNA. 
So I want to read this little um, thing off of uh, that was on Instagram the other day by Dr. Stephen Lim. He says, your DNA is designed to listen to the world around you. The human DNA helix is covered with switches that tell the DNA how to express itself. It's an incredibly intelligent machine that is influenced more by environment than by the cards you're dealt. And this is the truth is that we choose to put ourselves in the environment we're in. Your DNA is this intelligent thing to respond to what's going on. He says, if you suffer health issues, don't blame your genes, examine your environment very carefully. And so the reason why I actually choose to not be lonely, but to be alone at times with just mother nature and my soul is to reset the pure potential of my DNA. What I find is when I'm around a lot of people, we have mirroring cells and we are influenced by who we hang out with. It's impossible to not be what environment we're in. We get into a stuck state. It's important to pattern interrupt and go into being lonely and being alone at times for even your DNA. That's my personal spiritual perspective. It's important to reset so that when we go back into our environment, we can start from fresh. We're not just in social construct that is holding us energetically in ties. And so my invitation and the truth is you're not alone. You are one with everything and everyone. You're one with every person you've ever been in contact with. You're one with your entire family. You're one with the stars. You're one with the ocean. You're one with mother nature. You're one with technology. You're one with all of it because all of it is, is a relationship. You're constantly communicating all the time with all of it. And so being alone is imperative for your spiritual awakening. Being alone is imperative for you to know thyself and to be demanded to go within to that heart, that space that is filled with joy within. Stop resisting being alone. Loneliness is a perspective of what you're seeing in the senses. Being alone is a blessing to go within and to dive deep into your spiritual nature. Close your eyes, be in nature find that oneness, experience that oneness. And when you fill your cup is filled over with the knowing of the oneness of you being one with all of life right here, right now, not physically mean to be with anything. That is when you are untouchable. You are unstoppable. You are the one divine. And you can go back into any situation with anybody and be able to bring so much to the, to life. And so how to thrive alone, definitely during the holidays, I think it is a blessing. Take this time if you're alone during the holidays to know thyself, to fall in love with yourself, to date yourself, to do those creative factors that you've not been able to do. Become your own best friend, light that candle, take yourself to a dinner, do whatever it is to love thyself and know thyself, to spend time in nature and know that you are not alone. You are so loved. And so the reason why I chose West Palm beach, instead of going and plopping into, you know, an influential community and in, say Austin or something like that is because I just really feel that the mother nature speaks to us and wherever it is, that speaks to you on this planet. That is so important. Mother nature, your subconscious mind, the divine mind has the intelligence 
to know that you can, you, this whole world is your world. Every place is home. Home is where the heart is. And if you don't find your heart and based in truth, based in unity, based in that, you'll never feel home anywhere. And so I simply know, may you go into the deep, may you go into that deep well within and know yourself so greatly that there's no such thing as loneliness. There is alone in the beauty of being alone in that presence, that power, that passion, that purpose. And so I just say, yes, yes, yes to that. May you know the truth. May you feel at home within your own skin, your own heart, and may you be set free. Have a beautiful day. You guys, may you know the truth. Also, we are having a five-day challenge coming up. If you've not registered, I'd love for you to come in there. We give so much content. If you've had a spiritual calling and you truly want to monetize your spiritual gifts, um, you want to make it to this five-day challenge. It is imperative. You're going to meet your besties and you will meet other people that will have you realize that you're not alone. You have an incredible community waiting for you with open arms. Okay. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning into the Dr. Aaron podcast. If you've had a spiritual calling or desire to get certified as a spiritual coach or a world-renowned spiritual leader, go to newthoughtglobal.com. If you've received value from this show, I would love it if you share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. Also, we have spiritual practitioners that are trained to deliver the E4 trauma method and assist you in birthing your truth. So let's be friends on social media. Again, my handle is drerin.tv across all social media. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth.